engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Neil Armstrong reporting the roll and pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. And of course, here we meet again on a very new episode of The Void Show. And yes, we are on Active FM. Um, radio has never been better. Yet another week for uh, a new episode, of course. Another week for diving deep into space, right? Another week for uh, uh, questioning the universe, right? Well, not actually questioning the universe, but questioning about the universe, right? Um, Another week for finding answers, right, about these questions about the universe, right? Um, And most importantly, another week for learning new stuff right another week for learning another week for feeding our curiosity right because quite frankly truth is um not everybody wants to learn <laughs> not not everybody wants to learn right so i think um a big cheer to you actually for tuning in on the void show i even remember this quote saying um so learning is not a spectator spot right so i guess maybe that's why <laughs> <laughs> um not everybody is a fan of learning but um 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 you know honestly learning is a journey right it's a journey and it's a lifelong journey right honestly and so because it's a lifelong journey you can't really get enough of learning new stuff okay so you should always be learning if you want to be uh, updated right about the world that you're living in Okay, you should always be ready to learn. You should always be ready to uh, gain that new uh, knowledge. <laughs> and actually, something comes into my mind right now. Now, quite a funny story, actually. So, um, you know, when, when you are in like a space of learning, like a school, right? Yeah, a school, be it a college, be it a varsity, primary school, a high school, right? Whatever. But when you are just in a space of learning, so um, a lot of times <laughs> you normally hear um, almost everyone like almost every student complains about how difficult course is um i just written a test and it was just chowing you know <laughs> um, um, um i'm worried about this certain module so 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 that's what you hear most of the time when you are in that environment and that's okay because it's it's true right it's actually true these things are difficult <laughs> right uh, but for 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 someone who might be observing these students right from the outside like a third party or so so if someone is observing these students doing all the complaining and doing all of the stuff um to them they could be like <laughs> i mean what you talking about um just study and pass and get a degree and off you go right <laughs> just study what are you talking about study and pass right it could be like that <laughs> but truth is truth is to students themselves they know they have to study <laughs> so we might as well say that uh, so the solution is simple right the solution is simple just study but then it's not easy <laughs> and I know that sounds like odd but but it's actually true the solution is simple 
but I mean, it's not easy, right? <laughs> so yeah, uh, that that's just a funny story that came into my mind. But um, we are speaking about patterns across the heavens, right? You are on The Void Show, and my name is Andrew Falati. I am your show host, of course, of all time. Thank you for tuning in. We're speaking about the patterns across the night sky. And if you like uh, patterns across the night sky, yes, of course, there are patterns across the night sky. And remember, if you have been a, a fan like of The Void Show, if you've been listening to The Void Show, you would remember that I always say that people have always been curious about the universe. They have always wanted to know more about the universe. I mean, what's this thing? What, what's this thing that's blue in the day sky and it's dark in the night sky? What are these twinkling points of light in the night sky and the moon? What is this? Right? I mean, you, you look at the dynamics of the universe, right? How the universe behaves and you, 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 you like, why? why? What's this? Right? What's this? It's, it's, it's beyond. It's, it's really, it really is amazing. And, you know, we always say because it's science in most cases that tries so much to do what to understand or to explain the dynamics of the universe because it's science that does that it does not mean that the understanding of the universe is all about complicated mathematics okay it's not all about physics yes there's that right because it's what it's used to explain the universe but it's it's not so much about the complicated mathematics okay it's about finding poetry in the universe okay there is somewhat beauty in the universe right there's there's this sense of poetry right and so that's what you get on the void show um really okay and because we're speaking about patterns across the night sky this is actually an evidence of uh, uh of 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 uh, the statement that people have always wanted to know more about the universe right and so you're going to learn so much today uh, about that we are going to go all the way back in time to understand what people thought or what people did when they looked up in the night sky. What, what they did, what came into their minds, right? Uh, from thousands of generations before up until now, right? That is what we're going to discuss. So make sure that you don't do anything, right? Because we also have some beautiful gems today in studio. So you're going to enjoy that. So um, do stick with us. And right after this, off we go. I love Active FM. Christ music is hot music. Our music at Active FM is lit. Now, Christ is the one we lift our hands for now. You're tuned in to Active FM. 
Alright, beautiful. So um, that was, of course, just preparing you for what's about to happen, right? For what you are about to hear, right? On The Void Show. Right, so, um, but first thing first, we are keen to hear some of your thoughts. So, what's the first thing that came to your mind when you saw the topic, right? So, I know that you saw patterns across the night sky. Well, patterns across the heavens, right? That's what you saw. And so, um, please do share with us what's the first thing that came to your mind when you saw that topic. I mean, it's a beautiful topic. It's a, it's, 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 it's attracting, right? It's attracting. And I guess that's why you're here, right? You want to learn more about patterns across the heavens, right? So our Facebook handle is at The Void Show with Andrew. Like and follow so that you can share with us. Leave comments, right? And do not miss any episode from The Void Show. Right. So let's be quite frank about the universe. It's time that we become quite frank about the universe because it's actually frank to us, right? So I guess we should just return the favor, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Now, so a good starting point to speak about patterns across the heavens, a good starting point is to speak about the night sky, right? It's to speak about the night sky. And this is because the night sky is dark, right? And so because it's dark, we are able to see anything that is bright, right? In the night sky, across the night sky. I mean, it's pretty much the same like during the night, right? So it's dark during the night and so when you're in a car, you turn on your lights, right? And so they are bright and that's why we see them, right? That's why we see them. There's quite a huge um, significance in the difference between something that's bright and something that's dark, right? That's why we can differentiate them, right? So we want to speak about the night sky because the patterns across the heavens are seen during the night sky right so that's why we want to speak about the night sky and so a few weeks ago we spoke about why is the night sky dark right i mean like we had a whole show on why is the night sky dark so i mean it's really not easy as one might think it is right but it's somewhat intriguing right it's it's somewhat intriguing and it's surprising as well, right? It's surprising as well. So you definitely want to go check it out after this one. Why is the night sky dark? And so if you listen to that one, you, you would understand why we are able to see patterns. And, and, and these patterns are made by stars, of course, right? They are made by stars. Not only stars, but they are also made by planets, right? They are planets. They are celestial bodies, right? So these patterns across heavens are obviously made by stars, okay? That's, that's actually true. We are not able to see these patterns in the day, during the day, right? And that's because the sky is actually blue during the day right that's why we're not able to see them and so why is the sky blue we also had a show on that but to just to give you a taste why is the sky blue so um a first thing that you should know 
um, is that light, right? So any form of light. Well, not any form of light, but white light, right? So when you turn on your torch, right, that's white light, okay? It's white light. And so first thing that you should know is that white light is actually made up of different kinds of light, right? And these different kinds of light that are making white light are having different frequencies it's like having two colors obviously when you mix a yellow color and a red color you get a another color right so it's the same thing white light is a combination of all other kinds of light right with different colors it's all the it's a combination of different kinds of light that are merged together and they form a white light and so you can actually see this with uh, some experiment of course right so so why is the sky blue that's because when light from the sun comes and gets in our atmosphere right remember that our planet earth is having this atmosphere that surrounds it right this thick atmosphere and remember that our atmosphere is made up of a whole lot of bunch of things there's a lot that's happening you are driving your car in this uh, atmosphere um you are breathing in this atmosphere there's oxygen there's nitrogen and so there's just a whole lot of bunch of particles in our atmosphere right and so when light comes and gets in our atmosphere right the moment it encounters our atmosphere what happens a, a reaction happens right a reaction happens reaction between what particles in our atmosphere and light okay so the moment light gets in our atmosphere it starts to encounter these particles and so um all there's a process that happens but the end or the product of it is that particles in our atmosphere actually scatters out so it actually takes out these different kinds of light that are making the white light from the sun right and so when it takes them out it spreads them out in our atmosphere in all the directions right but blue is favored more right so what would happen is that blue is then scattered more than other lights right so blue light is actually scattered more than all the other lights that are actually making the white light so that's why our sky is blue right and if that was a missed call um it was it's it's really not my intention to make it a missed call but we have a show based on why is the night sky blue so um please do check it out as well right but the point was that we are we, we see patterns across the heavens in the night sky right and so that's why we want to speak about the, the the night sky more right and so patterns across the night sky right uh, patterns of course these are made by stars and to be honest this is an evidence because when you actually search about where when did people start making patterns in the night sky this goes all the way back in time all the way back in time thousands of generations thousands of generations before and and because of that we get a sense that people have always been amazed by what they see in the sky right by what they see in the sky so maybe it and you need to remember that back in time there was no light pollution okay and so because there was no light pollution it means peep our grandfathers our grandmothers they had a whole beautiful picture of the universe right so surely they were more amazed by 
than we are right they were more amazed by the sky than we are i'm sure they could see the whole galaxy right they could see wow the beauty of the sky presenting itself to them 100% right so surely they were more creative and they were more amazed by the universe than we are right now right i'm sure you are amazed by the universe though <laughs> right i mean if you're not amazed by the universe just, just i we need to have a consultation with you we need to find where the problem is. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But but you get what I'm saying, right? So people have always wanted to know more about the universe. And this is a good evidence for that. It's a good evidence for that. So, for example, in my culture, right? In my culture, um, you would have uh, our grandparents normally outside, right? In the middle of the night, then they are outside, you know. Uh, in, in, in a fire they making some fire and they you know they're getting this heat from the fire and our grandfathers and our grandmothers would be telling stories to young children right that that's what happens in my culture i don't know about other cultures but i know some other cultures do that not all of them though but that's what would happen in my culture right and this usually happened in the past right in the past more in the past than it is happening now right they would tell their children about wonders you know stories about the universe right and that was of course molding these kids to be strong people and you know uh, a whole lot of history goes be, 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 be behind that but um that that's just the point so during that time that's when people were able to get get get, get a sense of how huge the universe what's happening in the universe and of course these stories were made were more based on mythologies right some of the mythologies that, that they had and so it was during those kind of times that um people observed the the night sky and when they observed the night sky they started to make these forms these structures by how stars are aligned right so for example you go on a night sky you go outside right on a night sky and you look at stars and so i mean i have done this before so some other stars it seems like they are forming a certain shape right uh, you might and even clouds as well sometimes you see clouds forming like a, a shape of a horse an angel or uh you know a head a nose or something like that right so it, it, it happens it happened actually and it still even happens now so then ancient people started to draw these shapes right with stars based on how stars are aligned some would say oh that's a crab right there well this is its body these are the legs right and they would sketch them in stars right another one would say wow look that's a hunter that's a great hunter and they would be convinced because you know they said oh, oh this this would be his belt right and it would be embedded in stars like that another one would say look that's a horse right there right and they would be convinced right because they saw the head of the horse even the, the the legs of the horse right and so that's how it all happened and so through the ages people then mapped the whole universe filled with stars with different kinds of shapes and these shapes are actually called constellations there are 88 
recognized constellations as we speak right so you you get how it came about right you get how it came about so it was just people looking in the night sky and they saw these familiar shapes oh like i can i can i can i can draw a horse with how stars are aligned right i can draw a, the hunter with how oh look here's a belt right this is a this is the head of the horse right so that's really how it 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 came about right that's really how constellations came about and a great thing this is sometimes called pareidolia pareidolia right it's a word that's used to describe the tendency to see shapes in celestial bodies right for example when you look at the moon um <laughs> this has happened um a lot so you would normally say oh i can actually make a face with the moon right so there are eyes there's a nose and there's a mouth right and so so the tendency to see shapes right in heavenly bodies that is called pareidolia so if you see shapes in the moon that would be called luna pareidolia so you 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 get what i'm saying right you get what i'm saying so that's that's really how it happened uh through the ages right so that's just a little bit of history behind constellations right so i've got i've got a beautiful jam that i want to play for you but um so just a summary of what we spoke about that's that's just the history of how constellations came uh to 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 happen right came to come into place right so these were just people who observed the sky and uh because so so maybe during the night you know like i said in my culture that's the basutu culture you would have uh, the old, old people telling stories to young kids right uh, uh, maybe in the outside right they are observing the sky it's beautiful right and so um they would then start to make uh, different structures of uh, of course uh, with how with how stars are aligned right in the sky and so that that's really beautiful and so through the ages um these patterns were discovered and they were that's actually how the, the so so one thing is every star that you see is a form of a certain constellation right it's a form of a certain collection every star that you see in the night sky how can i say every visible star that you see in the night sky belongs to a certain constellation right it belongs to a certain collection constellation that's how it is right that's that's how it is right every visible star that you see belongs to a certain uh constellation and so um yeah and uh that that's just a little bit of history but there's more and i just want to give you this beautiful gem right now and um so vanessa correa was featured on this uh, song and it's never say goodbye right uh, right after this we are coming back with more about patterns across the night sky never say goodbye on active fm <laughs>
Jam it is that was never say goodbye, and of course, um, Vanessa was featured in that beautiful jam playing on Active FM. This is still the Void Show, and my name is Andrew Falati, your show host. Thank you so much for still being here with us. Thank you so much for still listening. Right, it means that you are loving what we are speaking about. Right, and we 
are still speaking about um, patterns across the night sky. Um, please do not forget to like and follow our pages on all social media platforms. You can literally just search Active FM and you will definitely uh, find it. And we're speaking about uh, patterns across uh, the night sky. But uh, before that, there's just one thing that I think I should really do say, um, you know, and it's quite interesting, surprising, actually, and it's funny um, either way. Um, so, you know, when you observe the night sky and you obviously get to see um, a certain part of the sky, right? You, you obviously get to see a certain part of the sky and it's filled with stars, right? It's filled with stars. That's what you see. And so normally, so um, it seems like distances. So like if you want to say, um, so like what distance are these two stars separated with, right? So distances between stars, right? Normally, it seems like these are just small distances because we can literally just, <laughs> you know, assume their distances by just looking at them, right? I mean, it seems like these stars are separated with, it seems like they're close to each other, right? That's normally what happens or that's actually how they appear to us. It seems like they are close to each other. But the truth is these stars are like incredibly distanced from each other they are like the distances between the stars are so huge that you cannot even start to imagine how huge they are right they are incredibly huge incredibly huge that it would become triply ridiculous to measure distances between the stars with our everyday units like your meters your your um, centimeters your millimeters even if we can speak about mass masses of stars or celestial bodies are incredibly huge that it becomes ridiculous to measure them with your units like kilograms right your grams they are incredibly huge that as astronomers we had to come up with our own set of units that are feasible and that are more meaningful because um, i mean just imagine um um for example uh we don't use meters right uh to measure distances or we don't use kilometers we use units like uh, astronomical units we use units like light years you probably heard about light years and i've been speaking about it a lot more a light year is a unit that's used to measure distances of celestial bodies for example let's say a certain galaxy is um 100 light years away from us okay 100 light years away from us so light year is a unit of distance but not time right so it would be it would it not it would not make sense to say oh it took me a whole light year to finish this homework it took me a whole light year to finish this homework <laughs> that would be like it took me 300 kilometers to finish this homework so it doesn't really make sense right i mean it's not time but it's a measure of distance so just be careful of that and so 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 i i just want to give you a sense of how huge it is hence we're not using our everyday units right um so one light year one light year is a distance that you would travel if you were traveling with the speed of light Remember what the speed of light is. The speed of light is like 3 billion, 
meters per second, right? Meters per second. So, 3 million meters per second. That's the speed of light. So, if we are saying that a galaxy is 100 light years away from us, we are meaning that you traveling with the speed of light, hopefully you can one day, traveling with the speed of light, it will take you 100 years to reach that galaxy to get to that galaxy that's what we mean by light years so i mean you can just imagine that and those are kinds of the distances that we deal with in, in between celestial bodies i mean you get distances like 100 light years 100 megaparsecs right those are incredibly huge distances that it becomes ridiculous to say that to, to, to say that distance in meters, right? I mean, you would have to literally fill thousands of pages with zeros, 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 and then meters at the end of that uh, numerical number, right? You would have to do that, and that's that's crazy, right? And so that's why we come up with units like um, uh, astronomical units and light years, right? They, they are more meaningful and make sense to the distances in the universe okay so that's just uh, I, I wanted you to get a feeling of how huge distances are between stars right they are very 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 huge and so yeah and um one thing again it seems like today is you know a day of a lot of facts quick facts um did you know that in, in the universe somewhere in the universe there is something that's named corona <laughs> There is something that's named Corona, right? And um, however way you pronounce it, Corona, not COVID-19, I'm saying Corona, right? <laughs> not COVID-19, Corona. There's something in the universe that's named Corona. And um, surprisingly and interestingly, next week, we're going to speak about that. Like where the name comes from, why was it named Corona? It's somewhere in the universe and we are familiar with it, right? We are familiar with it. So um, um, next week, make sure you don't miss the show. Um, um, listen to us next week and we will be speaking about that thing that was named Corona, right? And so, yeah, this week we're speaking about um, uh, uh, patterns across the heavens. That's what we're speaking about. And before this beautiful gem, uh, never say goodbye. We we spoke. Uh, so we 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 spoke. We, we gave a little bit of a brief history of the patterns across the heavens. Right, where they come from. What are constellations? Okay, and how did they even come to now? Right, they were so 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 literally now. Like we have a whole mapping of how the sky looks like doesn't matter whether it's winter whether it's spring whether it's summer because truth is um in summer stars that you see in summer in the night sky are not stars that you're gonna see in uh what i mean winter right it's not stars so the stars that you are seeing in january oh yeah the star that you see in january in the night sky are not the same stars that i mean I, I that's a challenge actually for you go outside um, um note down it's it's this date today and look the shape of the stars that you can see in the sky right look at it and um put it in mind uh you can maybe reference by a certain constellation that you know by heart right and and come back again in i don't know six months later 
Those are not the same stars that you're going to see in the sky. It's not the same stars. And why is that so? That's because this Earth is orbiting around the sun, right? And so um, half time, it's in the opposite direction. Half time, it's in the opposite direction. And so because of the opposite directions, you see opposite stars, right? You get that? And so with flat Earth, we can't really agree on that, right? I'm just saying right so that you know that <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm just saying so so that's that's really is beautiful that really is beautiful i mean that another evidence for you know um for that right yes so one last point about uh patterns across the heavens just a few points so we spoke about the milky way last week right we spoke about the milky way and um that is of course our galaxy right we had a great show on that one and you now know what are constellations right constellations are just stars that are grouped and they form a certain shape right that was drawn by someone early in time all right that's what it is and so one point that you should know is that many of the constellations that we see are located in our galaxy right so these are stars that are located in our galaxy and of course beyond that would be other galaxies which would appear much more fainter in the night sky which probably won't even have, be able to see them with your naked eye right probably won't be able to see them so many of the constellations that we see meaning the group of stars that you see in the sky are actually part of our milky way galaxy right they actually form part of our galaxy and so i don't know if you knew this but you are able to see the center of our own galaxy that's the galactic core we detailed explicitly what happens in the galactic core right of our own galaxy so observing the night sky and of course when you are in the middle of nowhere right with no light pollution you are going to see this incredible um uh this incredible rich a luminous band of stars at the right core center of our galaxy you are definitely going to see that and our sun is obviously uh, a is obviously a uh, um, an average star that forms part of the milky way galaxy and um so our location um from we, we spoke about the galaxy that it's a spiral galaxy and so our location is actually located on the arm of this spiral galaxy about three quarters uh from 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 the galactic center really but now one interesting thing is that so 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 you know that constellations have names right they obviously have names and it would some of them would be your pcs right and that's actually even even if you're someone of star science star signs were actually named after uh these constellations right pieces if you someone like that you would know you know your cancer they are named after these constellations in the sky right based on how stars are aligned and based on how what shapes they actually form you would know that if you are someone who's interested in star signs <laughs> but but some stars actually have individual names Right, so some stars are given their individual names in addition to their constellation names. 
right? In addition to our constellation names. For example, we can speak about Sirius. Sirius is one of the brightest stars in the universe. And we can speak about Aldebaran. That's a name that's given to a star. Those are two well-known examples of stars, right? And other stars are actually given names by... So, 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 so... They would be given names by letters of the Greek alphabet, right? Followed by the Latin term of the constellation, right? So, um, Greeks, they... So if you look at the scientific world, a lot of times it would be Greeks, right? Even though I believe that everyone really on earth was contributing so much, but I think it's just Greeks, you know, that are in the spotlight. And so, um, so for example, what would happen is that they would name stars after their brightness. Okay. So the brightest star, maybe in a constellation, it would, uh, it would start with alpha, right? Of that group and the next brightest star would be better for example uh, uh uh let's speak about sirius we said sirius is the name given to a bright one of the brightest star in the universe right and because it's bright uh, we would call it uh, alpha right alpha uh, uh alpha canis major it's alpha when you hear the name alpha just know that it's a bright star and canis major it's a latin term of the constellation that that star is in right so so that's really um how these stars are named and so even though we cannot really tell by just looking at a star like the, it's it's intrinsic bright right even though we cannot really tell but then that's basically how they are named and they are so how we see the brightness of a star that is called apparent brightness of a star right so um I, I hope you enjoyed the show i hope you really did understand what we spoke about right um constellations um patterns across the heavens so i do hope that you enjoyed the show i mean i did really enjoy the show and so um just wait a moment and i have something to tell you right after this stream Reactive's very own The Movement album on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Reactive is a movement. Yes, so this is The Void show on Active FM and um, that, if you heard that, that was basically saying that um, we have reached the end of the show. And um, so this is The Void Show on Active FM. So my name is Andrew Falazzi. And um, I don't know about you, but I had a great show. And I hope that you learned stuff, right? Because the point is to learn stuff, right? So what did you learn today? You learned about constellations. You know what are constellations. You know that people have always wanted to know about the universe. You know that, um, so how people made patterns in the sky based on how stars are aligned, right? And we know that patterns that they made are called constellations. And um, right now, as we speak, there are about 88 
recognized constellations, right? You know, like your star signs are actually named after those constellations. And um, you've learned something today and um, a big cheer to you actually for that. So um, remember that next week we're going to speak about this thing that's named Corona in the universe. That's what we're going to speak about next week. And so, um, I mean, I enjoyed the show today. I hope you did. So um, catch us on all the social platforms, Active FM. You search that, you'll definitely find us. Um, we are on Spotify, um, you know, Pala, YouTube, TikTok. We're literally everywhere where you can find podcasts, a iTunes, uh, Apple podcast, literally everywhere. <laughs> I love saying iTunes, but then, okay. So you can literally find us everywhere. And um, I hope you enjoyed the show. This was The Void Show on Active FM. Well, this is The Void Show on Active FM. And I am Falazi Andrew. And so I'll see you next time. Same place. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, yeah, enjoy the rest of your week. Active FM. Radio has never been better.